Sit back and listen and enjoy my podcast about health, wellness, fitness, yoga, business, and life. I talk about everything from ways of eating healthy, mindfulness, yoga, working out, manifesting, to pop culture, momming, adulting. I try to have fun and laugh at myself along the way of my sometimes stressed out and frazzled life. This is Fit, Fun, and Frazzled, and I am your host, Nikki Lanigan. Today, my guest is Mike McVeigh, president of McVeigh Media. McVeigh Media is a full-service consulting firm specializing in helping clients in broadcasting and media. Mike was most recently the executive vice president of content and programming for Cumulus Media and Westwood One. He is a 40-year programmer with national and local consulting, management, ownership, sales, major market programming, and major market on-air experience. Mike has owned and operated radio stations in multiple markets. He has received numerous awards and acknowledgments. He is recipient of the prestigious Rockwell Award, received the inaugural Innovation in Music and Media Award in 2017. He is ranked number four among America's top programmers by Radio Inc. magazine, He is ranked number 14 on Radio's Inc.'s Top 40 Most Powerful Broadcaster list. He has been named among the Titans of Talk by NTS Magazine. He is a member of a board of directors for Country Radio Broadcasters, or CRB. He is a member of the board for the Radio Hall of Fame and Museum, and he has many, many, many more awards and recognitions. Mike speaks at numerous conferences and conventions yearly. And as you will see in this episode, he is also my dad. Him, along with my mom, Doris, and myself and my sister, work at McVeigh Media. I do the McVeigh Media show prep I've talked about many times on my podcast. It is for radio stations throughout the United States. In this episode today, we talk about how radio and music has changed during the last two years of the pandemic, and now as we're coming out of the pandemic, where they are at now, how concerts have changed. We talk about podcasting and best practices for podcasting, how you might go about finding advertising and marketing industry. We talk about leadership and what makes for great leaders. And we talk about self-care and morning routines. I hope you enjoy this episode. Please remember to like it and share it with someone else you think that will enjoy it. Thanks, Nikki. I appreciate you having me as a guest. Uh, A little bit about myself. I'm president of McVeigh Media. It's a uh, media company that consults on content creation for radio and podcasting. We work with network and syndicated shows. I've consulted singers and songwriters, uh, work with a lot of different folks in regard to marketing. And so sometimes ad agencies have hired me to work on projects to help design or launch a a new campaign or an advertising campaign to help sell a product or a service. And so I always like to say, you know, if it's out there, if it's entertainment, uh, you know, our company is somehow involved in it. 
And so I've been doing it since 1984. I uh, left for nine years, 2011 to 2020, to focus on work with uh, Cumulus Media and Westwood One. Um, I was executive vice president of content for Cumulus, which is a large radio company, and uh, Westwood One, which is a uh, you know a large uh, uh, radio network. And so that's a little bit about me and what I've been up to. Thank you, and thanks for coming on again. Um, so we are two years into the pandemic, but we are on the other side, starting to come out. How do you see how radio and music has changed in the past two years? Well, it's been a real challenge. I mean, first off, you know, radio overall lost listening, mainly because most people who listen to an actual radio are listening in a car. Uh, People who listen to radio at home are often listening on a smart speaker or they're listening on the internet or, or even on their telephone. Uh, but those people are hearing a digital stream of the radio station, it's not over the air. And so when the pandemic hit and fewer people were driving to work and fewer people were out and about, that lowered overall radio listening. And so we're really still not back to pre COVID levels, we're still not back to, you know, where we were in the uh, winter of 2019. Uh, But, you know, it's starting to come back. It's just coming back slowly. As far as music, music has uh, started to do really well. I mean, during the, you know, pandemic, when it first started, a lot of artists had to do things uh, remotely um, you know, today, those artists are able to be back in public and doing appearances, but things have changed. I mean, there's no more backstage, no meeting and greeting. Right. You know, nobody wants to get sick. So, so they're, you know, they're really living in a bubble as they do this. Yeah. I was actually going to even uh, mention that because concerts are starting up again and we're actually going to a concert. Um, and you had told us or told me, um, you know, there's no meet and greets anymore right now. Yeah. And yeah, so, I mean, that's understandable. It just in fitness um, with yoga um, there, I think they might start be doing it soon, but we used to do hands-on assists and touch the students. People really don't do that anymore because, you know, you want to give people their personal space now. And um, yeah. yeah. But um, switching also to podcasting, because you mentioned radio being down because of the commute, isn't even before the pandemic, like podcasting started to pick up because podcasting, I feel um, people listen why they work or why they work out or also driving, but it podcasting isn't like regulated. Like FCC, right? Right. And like radio. Yeah, the Federal Communications Commission does not, you know, regulate podcasting. You can put pretty much anything you want on a podcast. And so, you know, that's opened the world up a lot. I mean, the challenge with podcasting is 
you know, it's a it's a real scavenger hunt to find the podcast you like, the things that touch you or speak to you. And so then once you do find that, friends tell each other about it. Um, yeah. You know, there's like two million podcasts. Mm-hmm. And I always say to people, there's about uh, 200 that are any good. Um, but, you know, lots of them that, you know, have very small audiences. Some of the podcasts I work with, um, you know, there's a right-wing conservative talk show host named Todd Herman. He has about 22,000 downloads per episode. And, and that's really good uh, for an individual podcast. Uh, but a lot of the podcasts I work with have, you know, 300 downloads per episode and, and what have you. And it's just because podcasts are very personal. You know, it's, it's a communication to you. It's a story to you. It's almost like finding a book that nobody else has found and you read it and it speaks to you. That's kind of how podcasts are. Yeah. How would you suggest people wanting to start one go about it? You know, I mean, uh, much like you're doing with Anchor, Anchor's a great platform, you know, to launch a podcast. You know, the big thing with the podcast is promoting it on your social media. If you have a guest, getting them to promote it on their social media. For instance, when this podcast publishes, you know, let me know it's published. I'll push it out on my social media. So podcasting is a very grassroots thing. You know, you tell people about it in your social media. You ask them to share it with other people on their social media. They ask other people to share them. And it kind of grows very slowly in a grassroots fashion. That, that's really the best way to do it. Obviously, if you're, you know, with a big company like an iHeart or an Odyssey or Westwood One Podcast Network or Spotify or Pandora, those people put money into promoting their podcast inside of other people's podcasts. Um, And that helps a lot. But there's very few personal podcasts that fall into that category. I think most personal podcasts do what you're doing or what I do. And that is, you know, tell people about it and put it on your social media. Yeah. That's what like, cause some podcasts um, that I listen to, they have throughout the episode, different advertising. And how do you go about like, obviously I can have anchor um, sponsor me or an advertisement, but that's all I have. How do how would you recommend people find advertisement? Well, and so it's all about the number of downloads you have. Sadly, you need to be about 10,000 downloads per episode for a major advertiser. You know, someone like Progressive Insurance, you know, somebody like Coca-Cola. For them to advertise, excuse me, for them to advertise, you have to have 10,000 downloads per episode, you know, and then ad agencies step in and they'll buy advertising in those podcasts and really spread it out to a lot of people. Um, you know, for the people who are smaller than that, you know, like yourself, you either have Anchor do it or, you know, if you're a person 
who knows people who own businesses, you ask them to advertise in it, which is always uncomfortable to ask somebody for money to, you know, run an ad in your podcast. But there's a lot of out of work DJs, dish jockeys who get fired from the radio will often say, hey, I had five or six clients that I read commercials for on the radio every day. I'm going to go talk to them. I'm going to sell them an advertising, an advertisement in my podcast, and they move forward that way. And so, and so that's a very real, you know, possibility, but it just means having to call lots of people to see if they're interested in, in buying an ad in your podcast. Yeah. So a lot of companies, not companies, but like businesses or entrepreneurs, they have a podcast, they have a niche. So then they have a podcast with their niche and then they also have a blog. And I know you have a blog too, and you're a really good writer. And one I want to talk about really stuck out with me and it was leaders lead from the front. And I really like this because, um, just because you guys are my parents, but you guys really are really good leaders. I wouldn't even have been bringing this up if I didn't honestly believe this and what I'm saying. And I really like this because it says, um, in business, successful leaders are aware of how their operations operate, what's important to their consumers, or in this case, listeners and advertisers. They understand the need to be able to motivate and lead to be able to accomplish the company's goals. They're in the trenches. Leaders make the workplace safe. A culture of safety is one where team members are free to speak up, make suggestions, give feedback, ask for help, or ask questions without fear of inflicting poorly on them. And this really, you guys have always just feel like this in the business. And then, but you guys always were like this as parents and as our kids as well. So I want to thank you for that. Um, You're very welcome, sweetheart. <laughs> and then you also said, um, many leaders don't want to listen to suggestions, ideas, or opinions, and reluctant to accept constructive feedback about their performance. But you guys were never like that. You guys were very good leaders. You guys are very good leaders. And um, yeah, so thank you. Um, it doesn't happen often, you know, but thank you. Yeah, I've certainly I've certainly worked for people who didn't want to hear um, ideas or suggestions. Um, I, I think you have to be confident as a leader to allow people to give you their opinions and give you their thoughts. My position's always been, I don't have to take your advice. I don't have to agree with your opinion. But if I don't ask for it, if I don't listen to it, then how do I grow? How does my business grow? How do I find new ways to move forward? And some people have really good ideas and they, and maybe their suggestion is only 75% applicable to your business. But, you know, somebody may give me an idea and I look at it and go, you know what, that's a really good idea. But I think if I did it this way, it would be even better for us or better for me. And I think also we learn from mistakes, right? Yeah. If you're, if you're afraid to make mistakes, 
then you don't learn. You end up being paralyzed. Um, and I'm not afraid to make mistakes. If, if something doesn't work, I can just change it and do something different. Yeah. Um, a new thing I started this past year is asking my guests um, if they have a morning or a night routine or both. And if you do, would you mind sharing that? Yeah, my, my morning routine is I get up at 7 o'clock every morning and I go downstairs and get myself a cup of coffee and I go to the basement and I ride the exercise bike for 30 minutes. Um, and then I have rubber bands that I do stretching with for 15 minutes. Um, and then I leisurely head upstairs, shower, change. I, even though I work out of a home office, I dress like I'm going to work with other people just because psychologically that's good for me to get dressed up and be dressed professionally, partially because I'm on Zoom with a lot of people, yeah. but, but also just because mentally now I'm in my work clothes. Now it's now I'm going to work and I grab my breakfast and I'm sitting at my desk by 9 a.m. And, and that's kind of my morning routine. My evening routine, I try to get a, at least an hour of uh, watching something fun on television so that I can turn my brain off for a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, something that's mindless gives me that brain relaxation and that, and that always helps a lot. Um, this kind of ties into it. Um, do you have any self-care practices that you use to take care of yourself, either physically or mentally? I know you said riding the exercise bike and resistance bands, but is there anything else to relax or unwind? Yeah, that's mostly it. I mean, I will listen to music, although that's sometimes a part of my job because yeah. I have to listen to music for my job. Um, you know, I'll stroll through Facebook and social media and watch reels, you know, for entertainment. But also sometimes I see something new or or interesting there. Um, I um, I used to like to read a lot and would read fiction, but I just find now that if I'm going to read, it's more like a business article or a business book, uh, just because I'm always looking to further my education that way. You know, the weather's about to get nice, and one of my most relaxing things is laying in the sun. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> just feeling that warmth on your face, and, and it's a chance to think about things and you know contemplate and 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 that's always good that's that's kind of mindless relaxation relaxation but it also gives me a moment to be creative and and drain my brain yeah well thank you for coming on again i really appreciate it well thank you i appreciate being your guest and listening to your episodes i can tell you that you're getting really good at this. So I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Please remember to leave a rating and review and share it on social media. Tag myself 
and share it with someone else you think will enjoy it.